I'm Leroy Garcia, and this is Blue Rain Gallery Podcast. I'd like to welcome everybody today. Uh, we are interviewing uh, in the studio uh, one of my favorite people, Stetson Haniantowa. Um, when I first started in this business, I had uh, a partner who uh, approached me and asked me if I would uh, be interested in carrying Katsina dolls. And I didn't know hardly anything about them other than the Navajo versions that we saw on the street. Uh, little carvings with a lot of fur and feather and you know, so for like 20 bucks. Yeah, you know, like, items. look like robots. They look like, ro yeah, <laughs> very stiff, huh? Yeah. And, not, um, and then uh, this, this partner's name was Steve Cogill. And uh, I, I said, yeah, let's, let's do this little partnership. And uh, away we went. Uh, Steve brought in with him probably 150 uh, dolls. And within a few moments, we found out we we're, were probably the industry leader as far as selling uh, and representing uh, carvers from Hopi and, and one from Zuni and uh, Marlon Pinto. I got familiar with a lot of names from Stetson Haniamtoa to Kevin Pochima, Diarmen Kutsatua, Lauren Phillips, Dennis Tiwa, uh, Cecil Kalemtoa, and, and the, uh, the Holmes family. Uh, who Stetson's related to. We'll talk a little about them too. So Stetson, today, let's let's go through your, your childhood again. Tell us where you were born and where you raised. Tell us about, a little bit how you went through school, learning English, uh, the, all those things. <laughs> those are cool things. So let's, let's, let's talk about that. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born at Buncopi, uh, uh, Lower Buncopi in Arizona. I was born at home. Um, one from, I was the seventh child from eight kids. Wow, that's good. Yeah, and we all spoke fluently Hopi. We didn't learn to speak English till we went to uh, day school. And while we were still there, we were trying to talk, trying to learn English, but we were, you know, fluent Hopi, so we could always talk among each other in Hopi, but then the teacher would come and hit us over the head, <laughs> telling us, hey, you know, you need to speak English. So that kind of like, you know, intimidated me, and, but anyway, so I had to learn it, so <clears throat> there was a new culture to me, going to school and all these things that I had to learn, and, but it never really appealed to me, so I was always getting in trouble and doing bad things, and you know, eventually you grow out of things, so. But uh, anyway, I saw people making dolls when, uh, when I was a kid, and the one that I really saw how good he was was my brother-in-law, Art, Arthur Holmes. Mm -hmm. So I watched him, just looking at him, how he carves and stuff, so I thought, oh, I'm gonna learn how one of these days, and. If not, I'll probably be, I'll, I'll even be better, you know. I just, mm -hmm. I'm gonna push myself, so. So that's what I did, I just kept, every time I make a doll, you know, I was here, I could do better, so. I just kept doing that and doing that, and I guess it just evolved to where I'm at now, and it yeah. just, you know, before I knew it, I said, wow, how did I get here? <laughs> and now you're a best of Kachina Carver in India Market and the Herd and all the places you can think of. And uh, tell me about your first one. Was that at the uh, Intertribal Ceremonial? Yeah. Steve, Steve was taking yes. your work over there, right, and entering it? 
I think it was the other people that were taking it first. Oh, Silver that? Sun or uh, uh, what's that? Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. Yeah. Silver Sands was the other one. Yeah, it was the other one. Yeah, but they were the one that were taking it down there. I didn't know they were taking it down there, but then one the first time they told me, "Hey, they got some money down there. I gallop for you, you know, and some <laughs> ribbons." I said, "Wow, what? What did I do? Or what happened?" Well, we entered some of your work down there, and they won some prize. So. Nice. And I went down, and I was surprised that I got a best of class too. So, I yeah. Like, <laughs> well, by the time I, you know, when I first met you, you were already refined. Yeah. I remember one of the first dolls that um, Steve Cogill brought in was a was a eagle that was caught by one of the hunters. Oh yeah. And it was it was about this tall. And yeah. I was like, wow. And one of the first things I noticed about Stetson was uh, the detail he applied to his hands, to the hands of the dolls. And um, that distinguished him from a lot of other carvers that just, they forget a little bit of the detail. Maybe just get tired of the doll from working on it so much and they just push it through. But uh, Stetson's one of those really skilled, detail-oriented uh, uh, carvers. Um, in, in the, I guess that when, in, in that batch, I also got like uh, Von Manangi stuff. It's kind of transitional. Yeah, it was kind of a little bit leather wraps, uh, but the hands were starting to be carved. Yeah, and, and more detail mm -hmm. instead of the robot, it was action, right? Yeah. And then um, the 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 next major influential uh, carver uh, was Cecil Kalimtua, and um, you, you knew him as well. A little yeah, bit. he's he's my kind brother. Oh, right on. Yeah, so uh, good, good. So yeah, you 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 have a relationship with a lot of these carvers. Yeah, and. Um, uh, who do you look up to the most? Is it still Art Senior? No. Uh, as far as dolls? No, not really. I pretty much, you know, look up to, uh, I would say, Cecil. Mm -hmm. You know, he was pretty much like a, uh, what do you call those? Uh, the first ones. He's that, a pioneer. Yeah, pioneer. That, pioneer. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. so him and uh, Dennis Stewart, <clears throat> you know, he's one of them, he's my uncle. Dennis is your uncle? Yeah, he's oh my, my uncle. And <laughs> Ross George, too, he's my uncle. And so well, most of them, they're Lauren, my relatives. Do you know Lauren Phillips? Lauren Phillips is my uh, brother because his father is my godfather. Oh, my yeah, gosh. So. This is wonderful news. Yeah. And uh, those three in particular, I had, my, my first experience with Carver's was those three. Yeah. Lauren, Dennis, yeah. and those guys, and Ross. And I never laughed so hard in my life. Those guys just had one joke after another. Oh, oh yeah, those guys are all clowns. That's yeah. <laughs> no, they, they are. They're, they're good people. Oh, they man. are. And they're... it's too bad that some of them have passed on. You know, they were such great talents. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I miss them. They were, they're good yeah. people. Yeah, they are great people. Yeah. So I, I brought here today uh, one of Stetson's most recent carvings. And um, I'd like you to tell me a little bit about this one because it has really a spiritual... <laughs> meaning and we'll talk a little bit about well before we get into this talk about what why kachina dolls were carved in the first place and their purpose well the main purpose is to educate the the girls that what they are you know so they can recognize each individual kachina what they represent and what you know so they it's just like maybe this mother that you know likes to have a little baby to take care of it don't matter it's just you know they like to girls like to have little dolls so that's what it was meant for them to have you know care for them and take good care of them so you know it's all spiritual to get used to it and attached to it so 
So that way they can learn that, you know, babies aren't just, you know, things to mess with. They have, you know, they have their own spiritual lives that they need to follow. So we have to take care of them too, you know. So, it's, so is it the, the natural role of the father in Hopi to educate the daughters through the carvings? Yeah. That's the role. It's the role, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about this doll. Uh, this configuration you have here? Well, I titled it The Blessing. Since she's the mother of all kachinas, you don't matter what kind of kachina it is, you know, she, and then she blessed them for the day, for their daily doings and whatever that they need to do so they can have a good day and have a, just like all of us want to have a, want to have a good day and not have a stressful day. <laughs> but anyway, so that's what they're doing here. She's, Blessing them for the day while the baby mutthead is just playing with this little turtle. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah, and just blessing them for the day so everybody could have a good day, you know. Yeah. I, I think uh, another thing you would notice about um, a Stetson carving is the, the detail. Look at the detail on the hair and, and the vesture, the, uh, the manta over here. Um, Everything's detailed down to the to the uh, fabric, and um, so when when carving started, you probably first started with just a knife, right? Yeah, that's a. And 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 from a knife, what happened after that? Uh, I was using a knife, and then it was kind of hard to take out big asses under the capes, and you know, so uh, I figured that I used something, and I heard these uh, master carvers. They were using that already, so I was, Oh, Dremel? Yeah, they were already using oh, Dremel. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was, you know, I said, well, yeah, I'd try that, you know. You know, what do you say, you know, how, how do you, as it goes, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always have that argument in the native culture, like, oh, that's not traditional, yeah. right? So, yeah, you guys have to yeah. cross that barrier. Yeah, so it's always all up to each artist, you know, where they want to take themselves, if they want to grow, you know, towards contemporary or if they want to just stay in uh, traditional. Mm -hmm. You know, I like all the dolls, you know, don't matter how they're made, you know, because they all mean something to me, so it don't matter, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, so another, another tool that you use that has, I've, I've seen, maybe Cecil was the first one to introduce it, I don't know, but wood burning? Yeah. Right? And that, yeah. that's where we gain the detail on the fabrics yeah. and the hair. Um, I mean, it's, uh, that's a hardcore skill. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what it was like the first time you had a Dremel or the first time you used a, uh, one of those wood, wood burning things. Yeah. Because it's not as easy as it looks. No. Uh, well, uh, I started, I tried the Dremel once, but then I didn't really like it. I put it away for a, a year, then I said, oh, let me try it again. So I did, and it seems like everything just fell in place, and I, you know, it just kind of got easier for me to learn how to use it. Mm -hmm. And I used different bits, because those carving bits they have, they don't even worth, yeah. worth a bit, you know, they burn out quick. So I started using those uh, rasp, or what do you call those? Uh, oh, I know, the yeah. little raspy. So, yeah. Things. So anyway, that's what I started using, which is better for me. And I tried the uh, Fordham too, but it's too much, too bulky for me. So yeah. I stuck with Dremel. And then I said, well, I saw those dolls that were doing, being used with uh, burn, 
used with wood burner. Uh, so I said, well, let me try it. So I just bought one of those ones at Kmart, you know. So I just tried it and yeah, it's coming out pretty good, but I need some more bigger bits. So I started making my own bits for that. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so that's how I started. And I, I said, I better look for a wood burner that would, you know, last longer. But then that's when I met Kogil. Uh, yeah. And he's the one that gave me a wood burner. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's when I started using that. And some of my uh, relatives, like the homes, especially, they're saying, oh, you using that? You know, they're putting me down like that. <laughs> I told them, oh, if you can't beat them, join them. Uh -huh. They were putting it down, then later on, here, they're the main ones that use it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how they're using it. Mainly, that's a shortcut for them. They use that to just, you know, they don't we'll carve be, it out. You right. Know? We'll know, be, so I'm really meticulous. I'm going to carve out whatever that detailed. needs to be detailed. Oh, yeah. yep. And it takes a long time, but, you know, I'll be there doing it, you know, if it's uh, falling asleep. Right. So prior, prior to wood-burning tools with Stetson, they would, they would carve the piece. But they would just paint it. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, is it oil, linseed oils, or oil? What, what type of oil were you putting on these? Or well, the paint? Uh, well, I never use oil paint. Oh. I don't like oil paint because of the toxic with the paint there too. So I don't like that smell. So I'm, I'm using acrylic. Acrylic? Yeah. I yeah. paint it first, then I oil it. Oh, okay. At first, I was doing that. Then I carved a, uh, what you call that, tupelo. So after I finished carving that and I was painting it before I oiled it, man, that tupelo was just sucking that paint. I was going slow and I said, there must be some way to, to do paint that. it faster. So I said, let me try oiling it first. So maybe I'll close all the, yeah, so that's what I did. And that's where you yep, got the that's when I, style. Yeah, that's <laughs> when I started. Oh man, so that's how Cecil was painting his like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't sharing the uh, secrets there. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody were kind of like keeping their own secrets to themselves. But Keep I, I rather, you know, tell people what I do, how I make things. Yeah. How, how I carve my things. Well, one thing I liked was Steve Kogio uh, was actively out there all the time and uh, trying to help people along. Yeah. And I like that. And, uh, you know, he, he gave um, wood burning tools and trembles to all the carvers whenever they needed it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And that, that, that was kind of a nice journey. I miss him. Steve passed away. Yeah, he was a good man. Yeah. yeah he passed away about 10 years ago. And so, yeah. But, um, well, Stetson, uh, thank you for coming today and uh, visiting with us. Oh, no problem. And we wish you much success in your future oh, as well. Oh, sure. Thank you. Keep it up. Yeah. I'd like to encourage everybody to subscribe to our podcast on our many platforms from YouTube to Spotify. You can also go to our uh, website, look under podcast, berangallery.com. And um, until next time, have a good day. Thank you.